Hey, everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, and boy, do we got a rocking show for y'all today. Got two really awesome guests. Um, I guess you can say our show is about telling the raw stories behind the artists. What we really want to do is capture the moment of the story. <laughs> There's a lot of um, podcasts out there where they interview. We don't want to really be considered interviewing our artists. We want to have a dialogue with the artist. We want to share with the artist. If the artist says something, we want to be able to relate to that artist for something in our story. It's not about either side being bigger than the other. It's about us coming together and having a dialogue and saying, you know, hey, we all been here. We all have a past. We all have done things that are rough out there, but we're still kicking. We're still going. And boy, do we have a power-packed show for you today, which we'll talk about that in a second as we get closer to bringing some, the first guest live. But anyway, um, as ma- many of you know, Sandy and I are planning on eventually moving to Nashville. Yes, we're very excited about that. <laughs> really excited. And we're hoping to probably rent a maybe like a short-term place in, in over the summer. Um, so if anybody mm-hmm. in the Nashville land knows of a place coming available around May or so, the, you know, rental for a short term for like three months just through the summer so we can get up there, yeah, about three spend months. the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, because so, then we'll know how things are going. Right, Sandy? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, <after> three- <laughs> yes, we'll get to fully check out Nashville then because neither one of us have ever been there before. So that will, will be exciting to check out. Yep. And um, we've had a really up and down week this week. Um, oh, we have. That believes- for sure. For anybody that believes in prayer, um, please pray over my dad. Uh, my stepmom is in her last days of um, her life. Um, there's no turning back. It can't. She's got lung cancer, brain cancer, and she's pretty much mm-hmm. just there now. Um, so we would appreciate any prayers over my dad as he gets through this because he had to bury my mom um, back about too long, like six months after Sandy and I married, and now he's burying mm-hmm. another wife. Uh, so it's really rough on him with him being in his 70s and everything. So please, you know, say a little prayer. So it's been rough there, but then the ups yeah. is um, we've, we actually got our SUV back on the road. We've been so excited about this because, um, to be honest, we don't want car payments. I know a lot of – I know that's just the going thing to have a car payment. We don't want a car payment. And we have an SUV, you know, a 96 mm-hmm. runner that was inherited from her dad. So it's kind of, I guess, memorial for us. You know? <laughs> and he loved that vehicle, and he babied that vehicle. It reminds me a lot of, of him. Oh, God, did he baby it. It stayed in the garage. <laughs> Even though they lived in Kentucky, and when it snowed, it was four-wheel drive, but he would never take it out. He'd take his truck. Um, yeah, they it loved his the truck, too. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he <Yeah>. babied <laughs> the, the forerunner. <laughs> I mean, it was it was so babied. That it had seventy two thousand miles almost six years ago on it, even though it's a ninety six and mm-hmm. on top of that it still had it still had its um original tires when we inherited it from her dad six years almost six years ago, so he really babied that i we still got the original spare, which is funny um we do but but yeah we we got a, a couple great things that are happening, and like I said, you know we're great great to have our s u v back on the road. 
Um, and it was mine and Lil Chris's birthdays last weekend, so that was a lot of fun, especially yep. on Lil Chris's birthday. We took a day trip that day down to Jacksonville. Yep, and what's cool about that is I see that um, this person's online now, on the, um, that, that our day trip down there led to our first guest, which is pretty cool. So you can tell the story, Sandy. Yes, we were walking through. Jacksonville has every Saturday a little uh, Riverside Arts Market under a bridge there downtown. It's really cool. There's lots of vendors there and always music going on, a lot of people, a really cool thing every weekend. But as we were walking through the Arts Market, we heard this song, and it was Free Falling, which is one of my favorite songs. And, and we heard a girl singing it, and it, I was like, wow, that's an awesome version of that song really cool so we stopped to watch them for a while and we saw on the sign that the group was called bridge street five and and the and the cool thing about this is i oh anything where i always take a picture and tag whatever it is and we tag them and then um they reached out to us appreciating the picture and all that that we Mm -hmm. took and even saying, hey, if we ever need guests on the show, they'd be willing to come on the show. Here's the cool part. This, we, pro, we were really booked up until the 31st, but we had a cancellation at the last minute. And so I, I reached out to, to them and said, hey, um, we have a cancellation. <laughs> um, would you like to come on the show this Friday? I know it's a quick, quick thing, but hey, can, can you do it? They said yes. So, so we think it's a pretty cool story that just a week ago we didn't even know who they were and and they're on our show. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just never know who you're going to run into out there. But um, but the lead singer is Brittany Mueller, and I'm about to bring her on. So let's um, bring her live here. Yes. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Chris and Sandy. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing good great. Yourself. Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited. We're excited, too, especially since we didn't even know yeah. who you were um, a week ago. A week ago. <laughs> That's it's pretty true. amazing. I know, to see the connection there, that was pretty amazing. Thank you guys again for sharing our photo and, you know, uh, being able to connect us to be able to do this show today. I'm pretty excited. So. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no glad you, to have you, you know, on here. When we're booking up the show, we get, you know, in fact, we might be changing some things where we might actually interview people and record it because it might come out easier. So then we can maybe do one every day type thing because um, we're we're learning that it's tough to do it do a live show. We're we're learning that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so we're thinking about soon switching it to where we record the interviews but the show itself will be live and we just play the interviews you know and which i think a lot that's what a lot of the radio ones do anyway was like wow that. yeah that's a great idea i like that um <coughs> yeah I, I can say that me personally being live right now i can i'm just a slight bit nervous you know never doing interviews before <laughs> this is going to be an interesting experience so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah. we hope that you'll you'll be fine because again everybody tells us that but you know you know, you you know your story, and 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 right. that's really what we're about. We're not trying to say, you know, well, what do you think of this? No, it's we. You know your we no. we want to bring out the raw stories, 
That's right. We want to share those stories. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I think that's what I think that's what's missing out there <laughs> is um, there's a lot of things that interview people, but they keep it on the surface. Right. They don't get really behind the artist. Now, granted, I get it that sometimes you don't have time because you got you know two, three, four minutes, so you kind of got to just hit the music and that's it. That's why we decided that we want to have a 25, 30 minute interview with each artist so that that we can really get behind the artist because. When it, you know, most musicians, we've, what we've found has a story. I mean, a heavy story, because that, that's usually what brings them the music is the pain right. behind them. Yeah, I you know, agree. And that's one of the things that we want to do is, is showcase the pain in a way that breaks chains in, out in the audience. Because I think a lot of people in this day and time, they're going through stuff and they're going through stuff, but they hear someone like you who's going through the same thing as them. And they say, man, she's still chasing her dream even though she's going through this or whatever right. the case may be. And yeah. that's what the show really wants to be about. We want it to be about where people can say be inspired because, oh, wow, they're, you know, that, they're, they're, even though the person struggles, they're, they're, not, they're not giving up. And I think that's what's missing out there because yeah. a lot of people think it's easy. You know, you know better than that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, <laughs> nothing's ever easy, of course, but I mean, especially when it comes to chasing your dreams, that's a little bit out of the norm, you know. Um, like with uh, you know, with chasing anything that's in the art scene, mm-hmm. I think you know, with music, and um, it's it's a struggle. It's there's plenty of different struggles and different realms of things that you have to go through to get to where you want to be. And I think that there's always going to be some form of struggle. It might be in a different exactly. way, but there'll always be some new hurdle to come like overcome um and that was yeah. one thing i found really cool when i was reading about your all show you know is um that you are um willing to you know take and find out the, the deeper parts of the stories behind every musician and that's that's amazing so i agree it can be inspiring to other people as well because yeah, that's really what uh, society is about is you know god bring you know it's not that god brings our stories he doesn't it, it's not that he makes our stories happen but our stories happen, and it's and he uses them to inspire other people. Right. And and, and that's what and that's really what it's about is each person inspiring, even if it's just one person, you did your job. So right. before we get really into it, let's um start with some fun stuff. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, hobbies that you like to do outside of music and stuff. Okay. Um, well, I was um, originally born in Hendersonville, Tennessee, and oh, wow. um, I, yeah, right outside of Nashville, and um, I lived there for two years. So at the age of two, I didn't get to experience a lot of the area, <laughs> but I um, moved to uh, Palm Coast, Florida, and lived there for about 18 years, and then moved to St. Augustine, Florida. Um, to for I've been living in St. Augustine for about, I guess two years now almost so um so I uh basically my hobbies include um taking care of a little dog that is like my toddler I have a French bulldog as my pet and then um I also uh, of course music is a big hobby of mine and um I am a full-time college student as well um and I'm 
I'm in my last semester of uh, my senior year for my bachelor's degree, so um, and that's in psychology. So I have a passion for psychology, and um, I also do some volunteer work with music therapy at a local assisted oh, wow. living. And, and and you know, psychology with writing songs is actually a big plus anyway. <laughs> it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually a, a big part of, which I'm sure we'll get into further in the interview, but a big part of a lot of my songs that I've wrote with uh, or co- mm. co-wrote um, is a lot of like twists and turns and things, you know, like psychologically that, you know, can happen in life and stuff. So, yeah. So are you ever, does your band ever have an ambition to move to Nashville? Um, I think the biggest thing, I mean, when we originally started, um, it was kind of like, um, it was a friend of mine I had met at a um, local showcase that I was doing as a solo show, and Mm -hmm. he is a wonderfully, like, amazingly classically trained rock violinist, and um, I knew, like, his sound was something that could definitely amp up my sound and what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and so we formed the band together. And we actually started practicing in his house um, off of bridge street, downtown St. Augustine. So that's kind of how the bridge street vibe name came huh. about. But, um, we, uh, we had other members join in um, a stand-up bassist, a drummer, and, you know, things kind of change over time with that. But um, mm-hmm. right now we have, uh, yeah, my my friend Jerry O'Hare playing the violin, and I have my other friend Josh Cobb playing electric guitar and bass, um, and myself on acoustic guitar and singing. And we, like I said, started out to kind of play locally in Florida, Jacksonville, mm-hmm. St. Augustine area. Um, but I, a goal definitely now, I think, is is working towards getting outside of Florida. Um, you know, eventually being able to play like the festivals. At, you know, throughout Florida, I mean, throughout the U.S. And um, yeah. I, I'm not sure if moving to Nashville is necessarily a goal in the process. I think it's more traveling to be in the spots of playing different places and being able yeah. to tour. Um, so, yeah. Which is really smart, especially, you know, because I remember one of the interviews we did a while back, a guy named Brandon Maddox. I asked him what's one piece of advice he'd give, and he always told people, and again, this is you know I think this is where people miss it. He says that if you're going to move to Nashville, build your base before you move. I've never forgot right. that because because people say, oh, I want to sing, so I'm moving there, and that's great, you know, but it's harder when you get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, exactly. you got to. So you, your base can help support you while you're trying to make the right connections in Nashville. If you ever, if, for people who move, so I felt that was. I I thought that was one of the smartest things I ever heard anybody say because you don't I've yeah. never heard that before, you know. But again, whether you move to Nashville or not, you're you know, which you're more of a folksy style, so you know, Nashville right. might not make sense for you. And you know I mean, yeah. I know it's a lot of different genres there, but not you know. So, but it's really cool what y'all what y'all are doing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I think that's great advice. It is important to definitely build your um, following, I think, locally. And then um, Mm -hmm. by knowing you have that backing and support, you know, you can take and move forward with it and, you know, build the fan base to being outside of your local area. But um, yeah, so our sound is kind of like a blues um, folk rock. So Mm -hmm. that can be a a little contradicting when you think of moving to Nashville. I know um, (laughs) because 
Nashville is more <laughs> of a, like a country scene, but um, I, I think that you know it could it could fit in certain realms. I'm not sure. Oh um, yeah. But, well, Nashville's um, changed a lot through the years. Nashville's not just country anymore. Right. You know, yeah. in fact, Nashville is even the home base for Christian music too, which I just recently I didn't know that. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's nice to see it growing for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, that's definitely, you know, because, again, I mean, we're hardcore country fans, but with your twist on it, it's still it's still country-leaning to us. I mean, folk is yeah. like kind of a sub of, of country. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. With a lot of, um, and a lot of things we do, are, it's very lyric-based. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, we do have some rock elements to it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like we have some songs that might be more like country based, some songs that might be more like blues based. Um, it just kind of varies, I think, on like what original song we do or the cover song that we play. Um, yeah. We play mostly originals, though. Um, and um, yeah, so. So at what age did you know you wanted to sing? At what age? Um, I yeah. was. Well, I was, as a baby, I always enjoyed listening to country music, you know, being that I was mm-hmm. born in the Hendersonville area. Um, my family kept country music playing a lot in our house, um, and I would just, you know, dance and sing along, and that was kind of a, a big part of my childhood. And then um, once I moved to Florida, I started taking piano lessons when I was five, and then oh, wow. um I got a, I received a guitar from my grandparents for Christmas when I was seven, and I started taking guitar lessons at that time. Um, as far as singing, I, I tried to incorporate some singing, probably in their age of like eight or nine, um, but I was very much so a closet musician until I was around <laughs> maybe, um, I want to say like maybe 16 or 17. I was not. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I was definitely not comfortable playing on stage or um, it was a really nervous, nerve wracking thing for me. Um, well, that changed. I, yeah, it has definitely changed. Um, <laughs> I, think, uh, I know God definitely helped me overcome that and, uh, you know, gave me the strength to work up the nerve over time to get out there. I started in some open mics locally in St. Augustine and um, mm. that helped to have a good support scene there and um, and slowly got more comfortable to do, you know, regular showcases and shows on my own and with the band eventually. So, yeah. So would, so would you say that other people that are in your position where they got the musical talent, but they're like really shy or, you know, they just have the stage fight just, just to get out and do local gigs? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the key is just getting the nerve to try one open mic and um mm. you know it once you try that one open mic you know it might not be perfect you might have a few mess ups or it might be really nerve-wracking <laughs> but then tell yourself at that point like hey let's do one more open mic or one more show you know and just keep trying and pushing yeah. yourself for it you know and it's it definitely takes time to overcome that i think now um for me it's something that actually helps my nerves or anxiety is mm. by playing out and um, getting to share my songs and knowing that those are going to help others. So um, what's funny just, is when you kind of split. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is where you talk about, you just got to go and just do the small things. I think you're so right on that. Um, year, many years ago, 
I did a speaking gig for the very first time. It was only a five-minute thing, and it was just my story. So I thought I could do this. No big deal. The problem right. is the venue was 250-plus people. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Minutes to say it, it didn't go well at first, but I knew I had to get through it. I was like, I mean, I was, it was bad the first couple minutes, but you know, I mean, it was. I knew he was literally <laughs> shaking. <laughs> I was, oh, I wanted to help so badly. I didn't know what oh, to do for him. But. Right. <laughs> that would be really and, scary. Yeah. Like first time getting up speaking, like in a big crowd like that, that's a lot. <laughs> and, and, and what made, made matters worse, I changed the speech a few uh, things the day up. So that kind of messed my mind all up. So I definitely know what not to do, um, but I remember getting up there, and this I, I guess good advice for a, even a singer, even if they're bombing, and I was bombing, just, just <laughs> do it, just just go, just get through it, because I knew that if I if I got off that stage, that I would probably never get in front of a group again. Yeah. Yeah. And so. <laughs> So I had to finish it, and that's you know again I, I like what you're saying is, is you know you got to get in front of people if you're going to do this because again this is a people's business the music m- music business yeah <laughs> it is but do smaller first <laughs> yeah absolutely mm-hmm. definitely start yes. baby steps I think <laughs> <laughs> so who are some of your musical influences growing up and even now. Um, I think, well, I mean, growing up, um, I can say, I mean, a huge music influence was um, actually, which I'm sure is one you hear a lot, is Taylor Swift um, and her songwriting skills. And um, Mm -hmm. she was actually one that I think inspired me to really get out there and start playing more. Um, But Mm -hmm. as I grew as an artist and in my tastes and music, um, one that is a really big influence and what actually really influenced me in forming my style and sound with my vocals and um, and also the original music is Parker Millsap. Um, and he mm-hmm. is um, he's actually based out of Oklahoma. He is a blues um, blues rock. He's got some folk to him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mm-hmm. he actually has a, a violinist that plays with him. And uh, he's good. He has really unique sound. Um, I actually had the opportunity to see him live this past year, and it was definitely a very inspiring getting to see that. Um, he's a great guitarist as well. Um, and also, um, I like uh, Mumford & Sons and um, a band called The Decemberists. I think are mm-hmm. some influences in our sound now. Um, yeah, so I think that pretty much sums it up. Wow. Um, about to take a small break, and I'm going to play, and then right after the little little um podcast person we got coming up i will play your song and we will come back and talk about that song okay great sounds good hey everyone i just want to let you know that we have got great news as always we have partnered with the sports sports guys podcast and i'll let sandy do the honors hey everyone we have partnered with another great podcast called the sports guys podcast You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast 
hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out. And here is a song called Game of Life. When you're down and out, you've been lost through die, you've been defeated, and your time's on the mend. Don't forget to surprise, bring back the fire in your eyes. All is temporary here in this game called life. Does it put you in this place? We'll have the time of needing grace, the winning moments will shatter while they're falling down the ladder. Only then will they understand how it feels to be stuck in what we're doing 
you know, trying to be an online radio show, I've had people tell mm-hmm. me we're crazy. <laughs> that this really? would never work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yep, like I'm I sure you, you've been told that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think the important thing is to not listen to your critics about things and just keep going you know. and what your yeah. you know, your gut feeling is and your dreams and you know know God's leading it along the way and just trust Him mm-hmm. along the way pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes you look you look at like like you said in the song about the song you look at other people and you're like, well, God, you know, it's, it, they're just blossoming, and I and we're sitting here. Like I remember, we we interviewed an artist, and that was one of her struggles, was that you know she didn't. I mean, she did go to college and all that, but but she basically gave it all up because she's trying to pursue her music career, and she sees all these people uh, that that she's been friends with for years are moving up the corporate ladder, they're getting these promotions, right. and she's still this struggling artist. Right. And I think that's the hardest part to any type of creative career. It's hanging yeah. in there long enough before yeah. your time is, comes. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. You know, it's amazing to see that you all are stepping it up and taking this, you know, taking and giving the opportunities to so many musicians to be able to tell their story on your show. It's amazing to see this. Well, we appreciate it. You know, we've been around the industry for oh, we do. years. But Sandy mm-hmm. loved music in general, but especially country music. Um, all our life. Oh yes, yes. Oh, ever God. since I can remember, always loved music. Always helped me with whatever I was going through in life. Listening to the right song. Yeah. Yep. I can say the same. That's amazing. That's so cool. And, and see, although I've always liked music, I wasn't a lover like she. I've always loved music. In fact, when I was growing up, I was kind of a closet country music fan. I liked oh, okay. country music. <laughs> but the crew I, <laughs> but the crew I hung out with, we we listened to all the MC Hammers and all that, and and then I the, remember uh, and that the, friend of yours a long time ago when I first met him was like, Chris doesn't like country music. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy was like, was What like, are you huh? talking about? Because I was a, <laughs> cause I was a very closet. Because back in when I was growing up, you know, I, I mean, country's mainstream now, but it sure wasn't back then. Right. <laughs> and I was yeah. not a leader; I was a follower back then. So, <laughs> but I always but, liked country music and folk music and bluegrass and 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 all that. I always liked all that. I just didn't. Um, I just didn't put it out there because all my friends were in the hip hop and rap and all that. I mean, right. I even I had the the lowrider truck with the bass in the back and the four twelves and making pictures fall off the walls with people. I had all that, but I would still privately listen to country music. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know. In this day and time, so and and again, I'm sure it's probably almost the same with you. Um, but in the country music world, um, it's really it's been tough for the past two decades to really get traction as a woman artist. Are you finding that to be the true true in the and even in folk and all that that the women artists just won't get played as much? 
Yeah, I definitely find that to be the case. And not only just not getting played or, you know, being promoted as much, I think um, it can be a struggle. Um, you know, I'm the, I'm the speaking manager for my band, The Bridge Street Vibe, and um, it can be tough being a young woman, uh, you know, getting the respect from those that are trying to, you know, book you at venues. Um, you know, oftentimes wow. you don't see as many women performers being advertised, pushed, and, and booked as much. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the tweet that made national headlines this week about the radio station that admitted that they're not allowed to play two back-to-back country music women. Oh my goodness, see, I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, it's been it's been all over, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's and you know I've always heard that, but it's never been on right. the record. Right. <laughs> that now now granted where we live here in Savannah. They play back-to-back women artists all the time, so I guess they're they not do. supposed to, but they do. And we're anyway. glad they do. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's great. I know that's awesome that that's a thing there. Um, yeah, I know that that's pretty amazing that they actually openly admitted it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Well, that tweet has since been taken down, but it's too late. <laughs> right. Sorry, like, out there. Because <laughs> you had. <laughs> Because you had Casey Musgraves and Kelsey Ballerini actually tune into that, and that's where that, I think that's what made it go viral. Oh my goodness! Wow. <clears throat> so, um, okay, I talked about the tweet and all that. So, um, our little son always likes to ask a question. You want to go back there? Oh, yeah, okay. real quick. Yes, he we'll have him question. come and do his thing here. He wants to be part of our show too. <laughs> Family run show here. <laughs> our little, our little he, ten year old is. I mean, yeah, he's um eight, but our, we got a ten month old daughter. Eight. He just turned being, eight on Saturday. Aw. And we got a ten month old daughter, but she's being babysit right now. We try to let a babysitter handle her while we're trying to do the show. Cause we do the show from her home. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What's your favorite Hi. food? <laughs> what is what? My, your favorite food. Ooh, my favorite food. Ooh. That's a good question. Hmm. <laughs> I would probably say Chinese food. I like fried rice. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, what's yours, Lucas? Pickles. 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 Ooh, I love pickles. <laughs> All right, put mommy back on the phone. Okay, bye. Bye. <clears throat> but but we try to incorporate family into this, and you know when Caitlin gets old enough too, we'll do the same thing for her. Oh, I think that's awesome. I think that's so awesome. It's, it's actually yes. Try to build it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. We're trying to build his interviewing skills for future. He said he wants Aww. to have his own podcast someday, his own TV show. So we'll see. Oh, that would be so cool. You guys can be a good inspiration for him. Yeah, because I always tell so. people, you know, I always yeah. tell people, you know, if you know, how do you inspire purpose into your kids is by you living out your purpose in front of them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so true. 
because Funny you story, can. Funny story, you all said you that, that you are in your house in Savannah doing this interview. I'm mm. currently in my car because in, in my driveway <laughs> oh, because my my yes. dog is barking at the door and I didn't want him to bark through the interview. <laughs> I understand that. Sometimes we'll have to do that if the baby's crying or yeah, so <laughs> whatever's going on. Roll with it. Yeah, okay, exactly. So we got. So as we wind this thing down, we got two more little things to ask. Um, one is, if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would the song be about? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, honestly, I think I would go with, um, uh, like I said, one of my big inspirations would be Parker Millsap. So I would love to be able to co-write with him, um, and it's pretty amazing because a lot of his songs originals are about um he he grew up as a a pastor's son and so Mm. a lot of the things are about his religion Mm -hmm. and um how that kind of i think uh helped to grow him as an artist and i think it was oh wow to to, i think it'd be neat to kind of write something um you know regarding religion together you know and uh yeah yeah and how that can form you as a person and as a musician that would that would be really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it so, was. So, as you know, as as an up and comer yourself, because you've learned a lot in what in the time you've come. If somebody is just now getting started, and they were wanting to go the music route, whether it's country music, folk, doesn't matter. It's all it's all the same to that degree of struggles. Um, what would be one piece of advice that you've learned that you'd give them? Um, I think a good piece of advice would be, um, kind of similar to what I said earlier. Um, I think if, um, if any struggles happen along the way, or like, you know, if anybody tries to, um, put put you down in your dreams or try to say that you can't do it or, um, you're not capable, just keep going forward and keep trying and take that next step. Um, because, no one can know what your path is supposed to be or um, what it is that God has intended for your life. So you just have to keep Amen. going with what you feel like your dream is. <laughs> Amen to that because that's what life yes. really is, is, is getting through the yeah. struggles. To, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they look at you and when you are on top, which they see, they'll see the glory, but they don't see the grind. Right. And yep. and you want the people that can see the grind that can say you know what just keep going because you know you got people you probably got people even in your life that say you know what are you ever gonna make it or or this ain't never gonna work they don't see the grind right. that you put behind this yeah because they think because exactly. people think well why music ain't nothing that that's not a career I've heard people say right. this yeah so let's mm-hmm. take you know I've seen a meme recently where it says let's take music out of everything that's in life. And you tell me now if it means anything. Nothing would exist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, music even in the Bible, David was a harp player. So, I mean, even in the right? Bible days, yes. music existed. Yep. <laughs> it did. I know. It's amazing. I know. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, you know, music is definitely a career, and I think it should get as much respect um, as any other, you know, industry or career there is out there. Um, and, you know, I think, too, another big thing is, you know, staying in prayer with God and um, Amen. 
yeah, keeping your yourself grounded in him, you know, throughout it all, going after your dreams. Um, and I'm so glad to hear artists talk about God some on our shows because, you know, this whole thing is we want to inspire people not just about music but how God can reach through our show. And I right. love that. Yes, again, absolutely. And, and if an artist doesn't believe in God, I'm not going to turn them down to come on my show because the show is about music and their story. Mm-hmm. But it's great right. that so far the artists have had no problems talking about God, and I really thank you for that. Uh, yes, awesome. absolutely. You, thank you for being open to allowing, you know, Christian artists to come on here and talk about this. It's amazing. And we appreciate it. And we hope that maybe in a three to six more months, as we get the show back off the ground, we can have you back. Oh, yes, we, love we that. do. Yeah, that would be great. And, and, um, and, keep us, and keep us updated. Be sure to email us or whatever, anything new going on. So that, you know, we oh, yeah, so we can let again. the audience know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, anybody that is wanting to keep up with our, um, you know, profile or anything, we're we're on Facebook and um, Instagram, and we have our uh, our songs on Spotify and iTunes um, under the Bridge Street vibe. So that's awesome. And of course, we'll be posting about this later with the tags and on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thank you. And, and we so appreciate your time. Yes, we thank do. you. Yeah, thank you for your time. And absolutely, we'd love to be back on the show for sure. All right. We'll set that date soon. Yes. Okay. And, and, you, and you have a great day. 